0: Love Talk radio Welcome to Conversations with Christopher with world renowned psychic, spiritual teacher and healer Christopher Reburn Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him view tour schedule his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. This is Christopher Reburn. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher, and hey, thanks for all the Get Well cards and the emails and phone calls. I appreciate it, everyone. I'm feeling much better, and thank you to everyone who's been so patient with me. I love you all, and here we are again today, and um, I'm, I'm working on scheduling more solo shows and less special guests because it seems like it's it's it, I want to do more solo shows, just me, you know, with you all, because that's what we used to do. And then we started booking all these special guests. And then I have to tell you, <laughs> it's kind of me being lazy, because when I book a guest, I don't have to work so hard. I just let them talk, and I just lay back and look out the window. Um, but really, we're we're planning some really magnificent shows coming up for you all, and I'm so excited to be able to share them with you uh, very very soon. Uh, if you want to connect with me for readings and spiritual consultations, you can log on to dot reburn. org. We are in the process of a major website overhaul. It's a it's a lot of work, and it's taking longer than we thought, but. Everything is in process, right? Everything is in process. So, how is everyone to hope it Is keeping warm and staying healthy and, and feeling well? Um, it's, it's 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 the seasons are already beginning to change in the south. So, uh, you know, it's um, one of my favorite things about living in the country is being able to drink the water right out of the tap, cold, crisp, delicious spring water. Big City. <laughs> So I love the joys of living out in the middle of absolutely nowhere, farm country and, and beautiful mountains and things like that. It's certainly the place for peace. just can't find that in a big city with all the constant traffic and everything. Everybody's so rushed and busy to do everything. It's It's very stressful. But living rurally, living out in the middle of nowhere – uh, where you have very limited interactions with people, it certainly has its gifts and it certainly has its uh, positive things. But let's get to the topic at hand. Um, this is going to be a powerful show. Um, we're going to be talking about how to prepare for the death of a loved one, of a family member. We're even going to talk about pets because I've heard from some of you who've lost your beautiful babies lately. So we're going to try and include some information about pets today we've got a lot to talk about in about a half an hour's time when I, somebody requested that i do this topic not i want to tell everybody you can always email me your uh, topic suggestions i do take them into consideration when we do shows. so don't think that you can't share a topic especially those of you that have been listening for a long time and have been supporting the show for years get those requests in you can tweet them to me on twitter or send them to me on Facebook or whatever, just get those to me, because we're going to be scheduling a lot more shows in the upcoming weeks and days and months. When somebody requested that I talk about this topic today, how to prepare for the death of a loved one, I almost didn't do it, because it's kind of cliche if you think, how on earth can you prepare to lose somebody that means the world to you? There's really no amount of preparation that can make it a decent experience, an easier experience? No. Um, There's some things that we can do. There's some people, there's a right way to deal with grieving and there's a wrong way to deal with grieving in advance and at the time and in the aftermath. So there's a lot of different things to consider. Um, While there isn't a time limit for grieving, there is rights and wrongs about grieving and people really do it all wrong, and then it opens up a whole bunch of additional problems in their life with addiction, with uh, massive uh, dramatics in the family, family separations, Um, so many different things can happen, so many different emotions we feel for the first time when somebody close to us crosses over. So death is never simple. It's never an easy thing, no matter how much you prepare. Um, it's it's sad, it's emotional, it's difficult, it's upsetting on so many levels. Um, so today we're going to talk about some things that I think are helpful. And the first thing that I want to talk about today is in, in relation to the topic of how to prepare for the loss of a loved one. Number one is to talk about it. Tell people. You know, make sure everyone in the family knows that this loved one will be passing soon. This will allow all family members and close friends to say their goodbyes on their time and on their terms. I, I don't agree with something that happened in my own family. Um, everyone, you know, when my grand sister was really, really ill, everyone was like, oh, don't tell, you know, let's not tell grandma. Let's the secret. And I, I think that's selfish on the people that decided to do that because – Don't underestimate the strength and the power of what people can handle, especially a mother who's raised a family, you know, especially a mother, especially somebody that's hard for her family. Um, So I don't agree with keeping it from people. I think that everyone needs to know, especially when it's an immediate family member, to keep them in the dark and allow that person to pass and not give that other member of the family an opportunity to say goodbye if that's not selfishness, I don't know how else to define it. So some people think they can handle it and not tell anybody, but you're doing a considerable disservice, including the loved one that's passing, and not giving them the opportunity for those precious end-of-life moments. Anyone should know when somebody in the family is going through a difficult time, especially if, if there's news that somebody is going to be passing soon. It's absolutely important. Um, a lot of our families are in third, fourth, fifth generations, and and, and people have uh, a mother, a grandmother, a great-grandmother, a great-great-grandmother, and so on and so forth with the relationships. And there's always children. There's always young adults, young children in the family. Children need to know also. Don't to tell children that grandpa or grandma or mommy, or daddy, or somebody close to the family is passing away. Give them the opportunity to say goodbye. Give them the opportunity to visit the loved one. Everybody should be coming together to visit the loved one, um, and never take for granted. Especially if a loved one had a lot of emergency visit, fly across the country, and say, "Well, we've done this before, and she's he or she." They always get better. Well, don't take it for granted that this time will be like the last few times. You know, when when somebody is not doing well, the best the the best medicine for them is for their family to surround them in the hospital or at home. Um, No better recipe for healing and happiness, especially those end of life moments, than to spend it with family members and loved ones. And children can take the passing of a loved one very hard, very very hard. It can scar a lot of children when they lose somebody that early on in life. Especially if it's a parent or a grandfather. so you have to really tell the children and be honest with them. This is what's going to happen, and I think it's the way you the, the way that we speak to children is important. Speak with respect, speak with clarity. Speak to the child as though you're speaking to an adult on some level. Um, sometimes people have the ability to gloss over yells. Of certain situations with their family members and children, but don't forget where children have just come from. They've just come from the other side. They understand how to cope. They understand how to uh, cope with the realities of life than many adults give them credit for. So indeed, it's, it's often the child who has these fights that, that comes tooth. um some people tell children the wrongs when a loved one is passed. I'd telling a child that a loved one has gone away or is sleeping. Um, this white lie that can make a child afraid of going to bed if they believe that the person has gone away or for a week or for a walk or a holiday when they haven't. The sugarcoating reality is can make you resent you, distrust you, uh, and including other family members as well. So I think everyone needs to be honest with people around them. And, but use answers uh, in an age-appropriate way. For example, if your child is very young and asks, Why did my grandmother die. You could, say that, 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 that you could say that the grandmother or grandfather had a naughty um, boo-boo in his head, or he was very poorly, he didn't get better, his body stopped working. He died, then he rests in a very special place. And when this older, when this person is old enough, but enough to understand, you can say that the boo boo in the head is a brain tumor, and the place that he or she rests is called heaven, whatever you want to call it. And grandmother, granddad loves you very much. These are very important things. Um, Children can ask a lot of questions, and young adults and I don't believe that they mean to be morbid they're just very curious about different things as they're getting old so respond better than emotions and that's hard sometimes um if if somebody if a young adult or a child asks what happens after a person dies uh, be honest and, and say if the body is buried it goes through a stage called you know we could you can talk about decomposition um I, I mean, ends because some children will ask questions about that or about cremation. So encourage anyone, all loved ones, to talk any aspects of losing a loved one with the family, and and always, 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 always um, have children open in the family that really wants to talk. Be there for them and try to be there for yourself in the process. Um, there's a lot of people. We Some of us have small families. Some of us have big families. Some of us have family members in different continents and different across the country. So it's always easy for someone to just hop on a plane at the last minute and pay, in some cases, hundreds or thousands of dollars in money um, that a lot of people have to fly home. Some people just can't do it. So for those people, you know what I said, if they want to be there, they'll be there. Okay? People that don't show up. And always have an excuse if they want to be there, they would be there there's no excuse when a, when somebody is near death there's no excuse there's no amount of money it's when you start selling things that's when you start doing things that you wouldn't normally do to try to get yourself back to be with your family. um I think it's good to keep people informed on email and texting and telephones and you know social media and stuff. but sometimes that can be over dramatic, and that can be a great strain. And, and some people don't really want to talk about it or focus on it at all. But just remember that any any kind of loss affects everyone, and you everybody needs to stay connected at the same wavelength. And be very clear when you're posting on social media. Be very specific. Don't leave any room rumor or don't leave any room for people to start believing what they want to believe. Be very sincere. Be very to the point. You know there's nothing better to do than to spend time to spend time with a loved one when you know that they're when you know that their time here is limited you know that that's when you're supposed to really spend time with them time with them and focus and and just spend time the the people that tend to have regrets are the people that weren't there and you know they'll be the front row church crying you know hysterically but those Tears are more guilt tears than, emo- than than tears of sadness because it really stings when somebody passes away and you know you could have been there. You know you should have been there, but you weren't there. It's very hard to to focus. And it's especially difficult uh, for twins and triplets when one dies and one stays on a tremendous, uh, something called survivor's guilt that really does take over. And I know a lot of you have... Um, experience that we've talked about that with a lot of you so sit and talk to your loved one as much as possible if a loved one is able to receive phone calls then call them if you're not able to be there right at the time focus on that um, you're listening to conversations with christopher i am christopher Reburn, and i'm so so thankful for you thank you for being here today thank you for being here for always so many of you have been listening since the very show in 2007, and here we are, damn, all these years later, still doing it. It's, it's Thank you for listening, because I see the numbers. If we didn't have what we have listening, I wouldn't do the show. I thank you all for the participation and for keeping on the air all the years, because without an audience, it would be useless to do this. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, tell, it's, it's important to tell people, especially if they're near death, that you will miss them And say I love you often And say it like you mean it And remember how they respond nothing I don't think there's anything more important than those three words I love you um, And it's something that you can hang on to in the future When those days are tough and you really miss a loved one Be honest with the loved one who is passing. If you're scared to lose them, if you're confused, if you're emotional, if you're sad, if you feel like your life is – the rug is being pulled out from under you, tell the loved one that. They may just tell you some things that will ease your mind and will help the process a little better. It's good to be very vocal toward the end because people really – regret not saying certain things or being there you know um one of my biggest regrets was allowing work to take over my life and i had spent uh, almost two or three years away from visiting my my family and then my grandfather passed and it had been 22 months since the last time that i had seen him because the readings were both everything was busy as it is now and i just I just chose to work and not go home to my family, and and I really regret that now. You, you can't take that back, you know, when it's done and over. Um, so it's, it's good to, to, to do what you need to do in the time that it's available. If a loved one pretends that he or she isn't dying and everything is going to be okay, realize that this is a defense mechanism and is misplaced hope. And it's important to be receptive to the one's approach to but don't let this fantasy cause tension and problems for you and other family members. This may be the one time where it is important to not play along, but to make it clear um, in a kind way that things are not going to be all right, and much time can be wasted pretending otherwise. So it's important, especially when dealing with the loved one's wishes and spending time um, those are all very, very important. I think it's good to talk about memories you know when you're in, if you're in, if your loved one is in a hospital room or in hospice or at home, gather family members in the room and talk about old times together. Everyone has a special memory. everyone has a special story of the loved one when they were happy and remembering those times it is a very peaceful memory to look back on especially when your loved one is surrounded by family. And that that person really gets a good idea of how loved they are and how, you know, admired they are. And what could be better than having your family there when needed the most? Some people don't say everything that they want to say. Sometimes that that there's unfinished business and... uh, Say whatever you want to say and make sure you say everything that you want to say while you have the time. And don't think that you can come back to the hospital tomorrow and your loved one is still going to be alive. That might not be true. So say everything you need to say in the moment right now. Very, very. very. Some people think, well, he'll get better, she'll get better, and tomorrow you go back and they're gone. That's hard. That's, 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 That's very hard. So always in the moment it's hard to deal with with everything when when you're looking at a loved one who's toward the end of their life um it, looking into hospice looking into alternative care and nursing homes this is all a very depressing moment and not just for you but for a loved one because of course nobody ever imagines growing up that they're going to spend their final days rotting and, and, and it's 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 sad um back in years and years and years ago we never used to send family members nursing homes we would raise we we would do whatever we could at home to help them and not abandon them although some people do need the help of professional caregivers um but some people just feel they get to be a certain age and their parents are a certain age just ship them off to a nursing home you know it's 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 awful my grandmother's in a nursing home she shouldn't be there the fact that she's there it's a prison um but when you have no control over a situation and other people make decisions you just have to sit back and hope everything works out um it's it's just very disappointing and discouraging when you see somebody coming to the end of their life in in a in a, in a nursing home and i feel so bad for my grandmother because in the in the nursing home she's in there's very few people that don't even know the name. There's very few people there that are even with it, you know, and she has to deal with that when she's, you know, very with it. Um, if you're hearing those cheep, cheep, cheeps in the background, they are my baby chickens. I have four baby chickens. I posted a lovely video on Facebook. Uh, they hatched four days ago, so they're really, really lovely. They're finding their voice. They're finding everything, and it's, it's uh it's uh, anybody that really wants anybody that really wants to release anxiety, release depression, release a lot of heavy emotions. Raise chickens, okay? Hatch you some chickens because I'm telling you, it puts life back in your life. It puts life back in your house. Um, as we, it, it's it's not easy when somebody passes and then you've got to make the arrangements for the funeral. That is really when reality sets in. You know, um, when my grandfather passed away, which is the which is why I wrote my book, "Holidays in Heaven." Um, I, I knew he was dead. I knew he had passed. He came to me moments before he passed, so I knew that it was legitimate that he was dead. Um, but one of the things that um, I forgot where I was going with this. Anybody else having a lot of senior moments lately? I'm telling you. Um, but may, may, I don't know where I was going. Hopefully that will come back. But the, making the making the funeral arrangements, the burial arrangements, is very difficult. Oh yes, okay. What I was going to say. Um, I wish we had an hour. I have so much more to talk about today, guys. Um, I knew that my grandfather had passed away and, and stuff, but the, the the sobering effect was going into the church and seeing the urn in front of the church. It's like wow okay he really is in there he really isn't coming back those are the moments that make up and you deal with reality and it sucks we have to care for ourselves Um, when somebody passes away pets especially there's a wide variety of emotions that will sweep over you some emotions may only happen once some may revisit um, a lot of different emotions, anger, fear, worry, unfairness, resentment, exhaustion, hope, joy, everything at the same time. Despair. There's no right or wrong way to feel, and you may find that some emotions cloud your ability to think clearly. Um, it's important to have a support system of people that really do get you, people that understand you, people that want to help you get through this. And one of the things that's important is it seems like when a loved one passes away, everybody supports the loved one that remains. You know, like if a wife died or a husband died or a grandmother, grandfather, everybody supports the surviving spouse. But that stops after a few weeks. It's like everybody's there for that loved one to help them get through the initial stages, but a month or two later, those people have moved on with their lives, and now that person is alone alone through the worst moments trying to get through because the worst moments of grief, they don't come early. They will come weeks after, after it really sets in, after you 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 can't talk to this person on the phone anymore, you can't see them anymore. After some time has passed, it really does set in that this person really is not coming back. And it's good to have a support system of people that can help you. Um, some people can heal very quickly. Some people can talk very quickly some people have different ways of healing um it's okay to cry it's okay to talk about the person it shows your child it shows your family that you never forget forget about that person and it's okay to cry it's okay to express your feelings and remember that people grieve in different ways Friends, you're listening to Conversations with Christopher. I am Christopher Reburn. You can check me out online at www.face. I'm sorry, Facebook, www.reburn.org. You can also check me out on Facebook and on Twitter for more inspiration and updates. You know, it's good to look back at the memories, it's good to remember the good times. It's, it's, if a person has a very trauma, traumatic ending, a car accident or, you know, God forbid, a murder or something like that. Those are hard. Suicides, those are harder. Those are difficult. Those leave a lot of unanswered questions. doesn't always allow the grieving process to start as as, as quickly as it would in other cases. Um, You may find it easier to put things away that may be too hard to see. You know, it could be a pair of choose from the person, it could be a, a piece of clothing, um, a favorite book. Take them out when you feel as though you can handle it, but keep their memory alive with you. Just 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 the same. And I think that um I, I think that it's okay to admit that you're struggling and if you feel you need some help or some guidance, that's okay. Too. You know, getting some counseling, getting a little bit of spiritual therapy. Um before a loved one passes away, can also prepare you, and after, it's it's just very necessary, um, and to continue seeing the counselor even after the loved one passes away, and and get your feelings out. Focus on your feelings. Don't be embarrassed to share your feelings. Some people feel, oh, I can't cry because my mom and dad told me that was weakness. We, you can cry as much as you want. You know, crying is. A wonderful and a beautiful healer that leads the way for clear and conscious thinking when you have a cry out and can release a lot of emotions like that, and then look right back, look right back and then and do it do it again. Um, so those are some things to to think about. Um I've got some I got an upcoming some upcoming shows I want to tell you about. Um there's only a couple I've got so I'm I'm confirming right now so in the next week or so we'll have more updates. Um a couple shows coming up to me. Uh April 3rd I'm going to have my friend Melissa Rodriguez on the show. God, Miss thing is just breaking hearts wherever she goes. She's got a wonderful story to share. She's had very successful gastric bypass surgery. And we're going to talk about that and and the journey that she's led that led her to the surgery. She's lost a ton of weight so far in the aftermath. We're going to really talk about that and and different different things about weight gain, weight loss, and stuff like that. We're going to talk to Melissa April 3rd. Uh, Coming up next Tuesday, it's time to have Andrea back again. We're going to be talking about life before and after. House of Darkness, House of Light, which is going to be really quite good. We're going to get really deep into Andrea's head and how she wrote the books, why she wrote the books, the process of writing the books, and now the process of putting the books into screenplays. We've got lots of really good shows coming up. I wanted to mention those, 2 uh, I'm going to be doing shows later this month on uh, uncovering your hidden abilities because a lot of you have asked me to talk about that, ways to uncover you know if you are a psychic if you are a healer ways to uncover who you are spiritually why you are and what is expected of you by the universe spirit and the angels and lots more is coming up um in april we're going to celebrate uh 11 years on the is it 11, 11 or 12 years on the air so i'm going to do something very special in april we're thinking of doing like 12 11 or 12 shows in a row So like 11 or 12 days in a row of straight shows, um, which is going to be very something because we've never done that before. Friends, I want to say thank you for listening. And, again, thanks for all the get well wishes, and thanks for the support. You all just keep me going. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for the support, for the friendship, and for the energy, and for all the love and support because you all make it worthwhile. You know, you all make make the journey a lot of fun, exciting. You make me feel very special. Whether you're new to me or if you've been on the Christopher Love Train for years and years and years, just thank you for being a part of us. Thank you for being a part of today. Thank you for making memories with me today. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And until next time, take care of each other. And you can read about me on my website at reburn.org. And you can read all about me and all that good stuff and what I'm up to. But until next time, I love you all so very much. And check out my YouTube channel and check out Facebook for more information. I love you all. Take good care. And until next time, take care. One love. Bye for now.